My friend, you're here because you want English skills that help you connect with people on a deeper level. So join the free accent training community on school.com today and get some momentum going with your American accent development. Open the link in the description and request to join the free accent training community while spots are available, my friend. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Accent Training Podcast. My name is Pat, and I am your personal coach of the American accent. Now, what makes up the American accent? The American accent is made by the sounds of our speech, our intonation, the way that we make our sounds rise and fall, and finally, the way that we connect words together. When you learn how to make those three concepts work for you, you can develop the accent of your choosing. Today, our main focus out of those three will be intonation. Intonation. Because I want to teach you how you can communicate the idea of being fine, saying, I'm fine, without using those words, and with the correct intonation, the correct rise in your speech. To express your meaning. So what we're going to do is analyze a handful of answers to three different questions. We're going to put those answers to work in some basic contexts. And I'm going to set you up for success so you can apply what you learn in your daily life without any hesitation. Starting out with, how are you? How are you? Bringing your attention to the intonation of these words to kick us off. How are you? Listen closely and determine for yourself which word is receiving a rise in the tone of voice where my voice peaks up and a little bit louder. How are you? In a social interaction, the first person that says, how are you? typically raises the tone of voice on R. Whereas when you respond, you can say, how are you? How are you? Enough about me. How are you? Let's focus on you. Let's put our intonation on you. How are you? So person number one stresses R. How are you? Person number two stresses you. How are you? So when someone asks, how are you, some synonyms for I'm fine. Because we want to explore more expression than just I'm fine. We can say, I'm great. How are you? I'm great. Notice how I peek up my tone on great. I'm great. And then again on you. How are you? This sounds exaggerated, like how a character in a TV show might say it. But that's the point. We're exaggerating this to add on to our expression. I'm great. How are you? It's like saying, I'm genuinely feeling really good. I'm great. How are you? Another response. 
Instead of, I'm great, we could say, I'm alright. Personally, this is one that I use quite a bit. I'm alright. It's not saying I feel really, really good. It's a pretty good alternative to saying, I'm fine. I'm alright. And peek up your tone on the ite. I'm alright. It means things are good. So person number one, how are you? Person number two, I'm alright. How are you? Repeat that response back to me. Next one up, equal to saying, I'm alright. When someone says, how are you? You could say, not bad. I'm not bad. If you say not bad, it, again, doesn't mean that you're doing great. Doesn't mean that you're feeling bad. As you express, I'm not bad. Not particularly great day. I can't complain. There's another response. I can't complain. How are you? I can't complain. Feeling all right? Not bad? Great. How are you? Now, these responses have mostly been pretty mild. What if you're feeling real good? What if you're feeling really good? You're excited. Good things are happening. Money's coming in. You could say, I'm pumped. Man, I am pumped. I'm pumped. P-U-M-P-E-D. Pumped. I'm pumped. This is kind of a modern way of saying, I'm excited. I'm pumped. Let's do this. You've got a vision of easy sailing and good times ahead in your mind. You're pumped. It's better than just, I'm not bad. I'm all right. Oh, I'm pumped. Feeling great. So what I'd like to do real quick, I'm going to ask you, how are you? And I want you to give one of these answers back to me. I'm great. I'm all right. Not bad. I can't complain. I'm pumped. So, how are you? Good. I hope you're keeping an ear out for the intonation. If you're not getting the hang of it yet, that's okay. You can't get any worse with it. It can only get better from here, right? Now, another question that Americans will often ask instead of, how are you? We'll ask, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? How's it? How's it going? We're peeking it up on the going. How's it going? Now, I've got a handful of responses here. And the first one is, it's going well. It's going well. Notice I'm not saying it's going good. 
Not saying it's going good. Why is that? Well, good is an adjective. It's describing a noun. Well is describing a verb. Going is the verb that we're describing. So well, being an adverb, is going to be the correct grammar choice here. I'm picky about this one with all my students. I'm picky about this one because most American English speakers actually don't know the difference between well and good. Now, what that means is if you use this grammar correctly, your English will stand out amongst native English speakers. You won't sound snobby, and you don't have to correct them. Who cares what they say? But your English will come across as advanced. So distinguish between "I'm good" and "It's going well." Now suppose it's going better than well. We could say it's going swimmingly. It's going swimmingly. I like this one. It's going swimmingly. How's it going? It's going swimmingly. Things are smooth. There are no errors in communication. It's going swimmingly. Now suppose things aren't going that well. We could say it's going. Someone says, "Hey, how's it going? You're having a bit of a poor day. You don't like this day. It's raining. You locked yourself out of your car. You couldn't find your wallet, and your socks are wet." But you know, if you get through this day, there are greener pastures ahead, and you can simply say, "Hey, it's going." Someone says, "How's it going?" It's going. Means it's not great, but we're getting through. Now, if you want to respond to someone again with, "How's it going?" We add a couple words on. We say, "How's it going with you? How's it going on your end? How's it going with you? How are things? How's it going?" Notice again how we're raising the tone on you. How's it going with you? We're saying, "Let's shift the topic." For me, hey, it's going swimmingly. Things have been going well. How's it going with you? Peaking your tone up on that with you, with you. How's it going with you? So, once again, I'm gonna ask you, how's it going? And I want you to respond to me. Either it's going well, it's going swimmingly. Or it's going, and notice how I stretch that one out. It's going. It's like kind of a disappointed sound. It's going, and then say, "How's it going with you?" Peaking up your tone on that with you. How's it going with you? Let's begin. How's it going?
Good, good. I hope this tone is starting to become more familiar to your ears now. A little bit less awkward, a little bit more confident. If it isn't, I've got one more chance for you to succeed with this. There's one more salutation I'd like to bring to your attention, and it's... How are you doing? How are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? Or anyone who's a fan of friends out there knows Joey will say, How you doing? Hey, how you doing? How are you doing? Personally, I think the, how you doing? Sounds a little off-putting. I wouldn't trust somebody who came up to me and said, How you doing? It sounds to me like they would want to sell me drugs, probably. So you don't want to use the Joey from Friends, how you doing? It's not going to be received well. We want, how are? How are you doing? Listen closely and you tell me which word is getting stressed in this phrase. How are you doing? If you guessed the word you, then you are incorrect. If you guessed the word doing, then you are correct. How are you doing? Now, some common responses to how are you doing? Of course, we've got I'm doing well. Again, peeking up the tone on well. I'm doing well. Once more. Well is an adverb. It's describing the verb doing. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Another response to this question. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Now, we've discussed this one already, haven't we? I'm doing all right. Peek up your tone on that I. So repeat it back to me once again. Let's put it into this context. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. It's just like saying, hey, I'm doing fine. Things aren't going poorly. Things aren't going particularly great. I'm doing all right. Now, just like how with how is it going, you could say, well, it's going. You know, the day's passing by. I'm just shuffling along, going where I'm told it's going. Someone says, how are you doing? You could say, hey, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. It's like, this is a rough day. I don't like this day. I'm doing my best. Just to get on through to the end of the day, maybe have a delicious supper. I'm just waiting for the weekend. I'm doing my best. It's a bit of an emotional sounding response, but we are emotional beings and it's good to express your emotions. So if somebody asks you, how are you doing? And you're really not having a great day, then just say, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. Now, all of these responses are ideal synonyms, more descriptive responses than simply saying, I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm fine. How's it going? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. 
Let's get beyond that. Let's change the sound of your spoken English, and let's add these words. Now, one more time, I'm going to open with this salutation. How are you doing? And I want you to give me a response. Either I'm doing well, peaking up your tone on well. I'm doing well. I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Or I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing my best. Tell me how you're feeling. Admit it to yourself, even if you're on your own. I don't care. So, how are you doing? You see, with a simple change, we can have a much more natural, open to a conversation than just "fine, thanks." How are you? If you say that, "fine, thanks," how are you? It sounds like you're reading out of a book. Sounds like you're reading off of a script. It doesn't sound natural, and that's okay because it's likely that you learned a lot of English through books. But the point of all this is to say that your English learning does not have to stop with the books. You can keep on enhancing your communication skills. So we gotta get to wrapping this one up for today. I hope that you found a lot of value. In these two episodes, episodes 144 and 145, like I said, from English language beginners to some of the most advanced speakers, people hesitate when it comes to this type of greeting. When people say, "How are you? How's it going? How are you doing?" You folks will hesitate using. A more advanced answer, and you just say what the book told you to say, and you say, "Fine, thanks." And you, if there's a miscommunication there, I welcome you to blame it on the listener. Go ahead, say, "Yeah, it's the listener's fault. They didn't understand my communication. They need to be more patient with me." But you know what? That attitude disempowers you. That mindset is you telling yourself, "I'm helpless. I can't do it. I can't accomplish any of this. I better just give up. It's everyone else's fault. The odds are stacked against me. It's me against the world." But you know what it is—you against the world—and you better prepare yourself. If you want to go on living your life blaming other folks for miscommunications with English, then that's okay. However, those miscommunications are going to continue to happen unless you make a change. That's the reality of it. Maybe it is that person's fault. Maybe that person isn't patient with you. Maybe that person is some kind of a snob or a bit of a jerk. You know they're not a nice person, maybe. And God bless you for trying. God bless you for dealing with those people. We all got to deal with those people, don't we? However, you are in control of whether or not that person understands you. And today we discussed a whole bunch of ways on how your communication is received. Empower yourself, my friend. This is my advice to you. Empower yourself. 
Don't disempower yourself. Don't give that power to the other person to make you feel bad. Take control and apply what we've discussed here today. Now, if you took any value from this podcast episode, my friend, I invite you to hit subscribe, to follow this podcast, to make sure that you are updated whenever I've got a new episode available for you. And do you know how you make that happen? If you're on the Spotify app, you just hit the little bell. There should be a bell by the title of the podcast. You press that and you will be updated as soon as new episodes are available, my friend. Have a good one, folks. I'm opening my doors of enrollment for the month of May. I've got five accent training spots available for five accent learners who want to see predictable progress learning to communicate in English with the same habits, the same patterns, and the same sounds that Americans use naturally. I've got limited space available this month, my friend. So apply right now through the link in the description if it's important for you to learn to speak English in the way that Americans listen for.